It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you all out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce master plan. As you probably know by now, I'm an author, speaker and advisor focusing on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Back in episode 108, oh man, weeks ago, uh, I was chatting with Dan Fragella of Science of Skill, who built his seven-figure e-commerce business on a not-so-common platform. Infusionsoft, which most think of as just an email sending platform. Now, I know a lot of you really enjoyed that episode because it was such a different approach to the same thing many of you are doing, shifting products over the internet. So this week, I've got a special guest who's built their highly successful e-commerce business on another not so common platform. So I'm going to introduce you to our special guest today. Trey Llewellyn has spent the last four years building an e-commerce business that sold $20 million of product in 2016. That includes building an email list of over 1.1 million subscribers. Man, what I could do with that. Uh, And including 300,000 buyers on that list. Via that list, he makes $10,000 a day selling products to repeat customers. That was repeat customers, everybody. So that's all I'm going to tell you up front. There's going to, we're going to dive into so many topics in this podcast. I know it's going to be awesome, but all it means right now, what I need to do is I need to say, hello, Trey. How are you doing? Hello. Welcome. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're, I'm excited to have you on the show too. So, Trey, I've given like the most briefest, purely kind of number-packed intro of you ever. Uh, so could you please let the listeners know a little bit more about how you got started off in the world of e-commerce? Absolutely. So, uh, well, first off, I agree with you. Uh, you can definitely do a lot with 1.1 email subscribers. That is just <laughs> an amazing trait to have. Oh yeah. Uh, but I guess the big, the biggest thing, like, I don't want people to catch that off guard where they take a step back from this podcast, like they check out because they're like, oh, I don't have 1.1 million. This is not going to be. Uh, I, I can't gain anything from this. And the the thing you they need to realize is we started with one email. We started with one Facebook like. You know, we started with one person who was interested in us. And over the last three years, we've built it to that. So it's it's taken time. It, it wasn't a get rich scheme. It wasn't a made money overnight uh, plan of action. It was, you know, a long foundation build. And so that that's the biggest thing uh, to know as we kind of go down this venture and this this uh, this recording here uh, that we're going to have a lot of fun with. Uh, that is an awesome point to make. Yeah, please, people who don't have a million on your list, please do stay tuned in. And um, so, so Trey, how did you get to the point where you decided to set up that Facebook page, set up that email capture and grab those those very first pieces of data? What led you to that point? That's a, that's a very good question. That's a long-winded question. I'll try <laughs> to keep it short. Uh, basically, what was going on was uh, I was selling insurance, wasn't happy. My brother was going to law school. Uh, he was going to become a police officer, which was, he was really excited to do because he got to do like two cool things, which was, you know, always carry a gun and turn on those wonderful blue lights and pull people over. <laughs> so he was excited to do that. Uh, but I thought like I, there was something that I felt deep inside, like we could do something different and maybe together. And realistically, like what was in the back of my mind and, and at, at the core was I didn't want to see him come home in a casket. Like that is a very real fact of police officers Mm -hmm. and they protect, they serve and man, it's a risky job for what they get paid. And 
me knowing this, like getting into marketing, online marketing, I was like, wow, there's this, this, this so such a new world that no one knows about. And it'd be really cool if somehow we were able to tackle that and have fun with it, but also lead with passion. And I, from my side, like my passion is just the marketing aspect. Like I just, I just love the entertainment of, of marketing and selling the art of selling. And with him, He's passionate about guns, firearms, uh, ammunition, uh, survival, prepping, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I called him up and I was like, hey, curious, would you ever think about not becoming a police officer and working online? And he laughed. And <laughs> it took about four months wow. uh, for me to convince him uh, to come on board. And we started, we started about, yeah, four years ago. Uh, by building a fan page because, you know, we said, Hey, let's, let's just see, let's just see if there's anybody else there else out there that has the same ambition, the same passion as he did, which, and still does, which is guns and ammo. And we started a fan page and we started with one, like we got to two likes, uh, we got to 10 and then a thousand, and then it led to a hundred thousand. And then now today we're over like 300,000 likes on our fan page with a growing audience. But the thing is, is it started with one like. It started with one person being as excited as we were about that passion. And that's kind of where that bond and that mold happened where we fed his passion through my marketing ideas and concepts. It sounds like uh, like those four months were really worthwhile of p the persistence of persuading your brother to come and play. Um, but I, yeah. I would imagine right now that everybody listening is just ridiculously curious about what your business actually is and does, because we've kind of evaded that subject, haven't we? So you're in, clearly you're in the US. Do you sell purely to the US? Uh, we can only sell to the US, uh, mainly because of the items that we sell, which is firearms, ammunition, uh, things like that. Like we can't we can't ship a gun to China. We can't ship a gun to Africa. Uh, all that is, you know, guarded by the law and we are restricted by that. I suppose that would so, make you an international uh, arms dealer, which would make this a completely different podcast. We would definitely be having a different conversation <laughs> yeah. for sure. We'd be, we'd be, we'd be like, you'd be watching the, the, what was that war, uh, war room or what, not war room, but, uh, what was that movie that Lord just came of out? War, the one that, with, um, uh, Nicholas Cage. War. Yeah. Uh, it was something like that where yeah. they go out and they go to Africa and they source like ammo and then they bring it back to the U S and they sell them China am ammunition, which is illegal and like all this crazy stuff. Oh. So, uh, but anyways, great movie. But yeah, so that's, that's exactly what we do. Uh, we create an, we create an army around that. Uh, but I think what's the coolest thing is, is being able to build a tribe. And mm -hmm. we've done that over the last three years, slowly, probably not the best way. Like there's people out there that I'm jealous of. And this is like, holy smokes, like your tribe is way more reactive than ours. And I think a lot of that comes with the people who we are, who we have as customers is they're more of, um, people who don't really want to show their guns, right? They're more of, they're in survival mode. They're in protection mode. Like they're not going to go out and say, look at all these guns I have. Like that's just calling for, you know, a disaster. <laughs> And so we have to play with that and we have to, to make sure that we amend to that. And that's kind of been a learning curve for us to see, OK, we know that they're reactive. We know that they're watching and listening to us, but they're not going to be like giving us praises every day being like, yeah, you're you know, we have guns, too, kind of thing. So that's been an interesting concept. Now, how how we how we got them uh, was was something else. Right. I was just going to say, I suppose if they're if they're kind of um behind closed not behind closed doors if they're kind of like subtle gun carriers then yes. it's not like they they want to be set, sh sharing guns all over social media is it because that would rather defeat the point so it's, that is yeah they don't they don't share guns on social media if anything yeah. they'll they'll talk about their rights 
Mm, so how did you go, given, you know, it's not kind of like that member get member social media sharing thing going on. How did you manage to grow the audience? So we did it with loss leaders. So a loss leader, a really good, easy way to think about a loss leader is I was in China one year. And uh, so we go to China to source our products. And I'm sitting down with this guy and he runs, he runs massive retail stores in the UK, United Kingdom. And it's like he had like 300 stores or something like that. And mm-hmm. so he's buying containers of like all this different stuff. And, and I was like, dude, how do you get like, like I know how I get customers online. But how do you get customers in your store? And he's like, oh, we do – what are called loss leaders. I was like, okay, well, explain that more to me. He goes, well, we'll put on our on our ad, um, you know, a hundred a hundred salt and pepper shakers for a dollar. When it costs him three dollars to even purchase those, he sells them to consumers for a dollar. But they see that in the ad, they know it's a great deal, and that gets the consumer inside. And he knows that everybody who walks in his door spends on average a cart value of fifty to a hundred dollars. Kind of like when you go to Walmart. Like every time mm-hmm. I go to Walmart to buy shampoo that's like 50 cents, I walk out spending $100 <laughs> for the shampoo somehow. It's like I don't know how it happened. But he knew the same thing and I was like, holy smokes, that's really cool. That's the same concept we use online, which is you know we call them free offers or, or free, freemium to premium offers. And basically what we're doing is we're, we're using items in such a way and using them as loss leaders to say, hey, guys, are you interested? Like, like are you interested in gun oil? We sell a lot of gun oil. And we call it our tactical honey. And we'll sell tactical honey to uh, our, our, our people. And that's an easy way for them to raise their hand. Because like Chloe, I don't think you would probably buy tactical honey from me. But maybe uh, the guy down the street would. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that is into guns. Yeah, and yeah. so that's a huge thing because I don't, I don't want Chloe's in my database because you're not someone who's probably going to be a prepper or a survivalist or anything like that. You're more of online marketing and, and podcasting. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different audience. Versus so, what that allows me to do is get people to raise their hand who are interested in in uh, the firearms and ammo. Because that's the really one of the really important things about a loss leader, isn't it? It's like you're not you don't want to put a loss leader out there that in your business it wouldn't be a mug because a mug isn't going to separate and attract the right customer. You know, anyone might want the free mug, but the free um, the free gun oil is going to be wanted by someone who's actually got a gun. It's definitely more direct. Uh, I will say, however, that we've done mugs. Uh, we've done T-shirts. And T-shirts not only convert really well for us, but then our upsells convert even more powerfully. Uh, and I think the thing is that is like when we talk about T-shirts, we probably should go a little more deeper into that. Like a mug, like obviously if it's you know just a mug, yeah, correct. But if it's, it's what's on the mug. So if it's, it's like I believe in my Second Amendment rights, then that mug is going to be someone who is – a gun person mm-hmm. versus just selling like a black solid mug. Yes, correct. Totally. That's like a broad uh-huh. audience. It's the saying, it's the saying on the mug that represents who that person is. It's a status. It's a status change. And when someone can use an object to change their status, then that propels them forward into our culture. So tell, uh, let's dive in a little bit more into, uh, the, what happens after you've done that freemium product? Because I want to kind of get into a little bit of a discussion on the platform that you sell on, because I think that will surprise a lot of people, but also the the theory of funnels. Because in my experience, a lot of e-commerce businesses, they don't really think funnel. They think email sign up, welcome campaign, if you're lucky, sell something, try and sell something else in the future. But it's, it's literally as loose as that. That is their strategy. Whereas your funnel strategy is a lot more clear cut, isn't it? Yeah. So a funnel does uh, four things for us. One, like if you don't even know what a funnel is, uh, an easy way to think about it in hindsight would be it's a reverse cart. 
So instead of like Amazon where uh, you put everything in like I want this, I want this, I want this and then it's like checkout and then you put your credit card in. Well, a funnel is just the reverse of that. It's like I'll take this item. Okay, what's your credit card? Oh, it's this. Okay, did you want this and this and this? Yes, 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 right? We're going to charge your card uh, one more and two more and three more times. So the sell is is more pro- – uh, uh, prominent throughout the the sales process, the average cart values are higher. Typically, is what we've seen. So this uh, is a, a funnel so a, which happens right there and then on the screen sure, as yeah, the customer is experiencing it. Yep, yep. We sell. So I, I get a lot of people who kind of contact us and they're like, "Well, I'm on Shopify. Like, why would I ever use a funnel?" And uh, ironically, it's so funny. Is just a couple days ago, I was on a mastermind call and I was talking to a guy who uh, came aboard and he was on Shopify. And I was like, Hey man, tell me, tell me what's going on with Shopify. He's like, dude, you can't, you're not even going to believe this. Like I went from a, a 15% conversion on Shopify, which I was like, okay with to now using these funnels, the platforms that you you've directed us to, uh, to he's like, he was at like a 50% conversion on mm-hmm. the cart. Like it was insane. And usually, usually, uh, when I work on someone's Shopify store and switch them over to a funnel, I can two usually 2.25 X to 2.5 X their cart value going from a Shopify platform to a, uh, a funnel platform. And so that right there changes the game. Yeah. That's a huge shift in terms of, you know, profitability on the marketing spend, let alone anything else. So talk us through what right. one of these funnels might look like from the consumer's perspective. Cause I, I imagine a few of the listeners are struggling to get their heads around this. Cause it's a bit of a, bit of a leap from where they're currently sitting. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, let's talk about one of our, uh, uh big funnels, which was, let's say like, uh, the flashlight funnel. So we we're known for, uh, the G 700 funnel that went out about a year and a half ago now and almost two years. So, um, with the G 700 flashlight, what we did was we sold the flashlight and that's it on the, on the sales page. <clears throat> so if you have a product such as a necklace, such as a coffee mug, uh, maybe you're selling pins, whatever it is. And we sell just that on the order form. Okay. So it's like, Hey, grab, grab like a mug. Let's do mugs. And so you can grab one mug, two mugs, three, four, and five or 10. And that's one thing that a lot of people miss is they only sell like one, like if even, even like I got some guys selling a necklace right now and you would think like Chloe, yourself included, you would think women would only buy one necklace of the same thing. Like why would they buy more than one? I don't know. It's a crazy phenomenon that happens, <laughs> but they do. They absolutely do. And we look for a number. It's about 1.2 and that's a special number for us. We've recorded that on the unstoppable cores that's on uh, our website. But what that, what that, what I talk about in there is that magical number of 1.2. When you're below it, uh, you need to charge less. When you're above that number, such as 1.6, you need to charge more. So it's a really good gauge to see like where you're at in pricing. And is but that what we see? 1.2 number of units per customer of one You SKU. got it. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, and we're trying to raise that. I think I can get, I've created this equation uh, called the V curve that it's insane, but I don't, I haven't like, proven the theory quite yet. So I don't want to like release it, but it's amazing. And so it's getting people to buy like three units. It's insane. So going through the cart, what we do is we push that, uh, through the front end. And then as soon as they buy like one necklace or two or three or 10, however many they buy the first upsell, the one time offer, the OTO, right? The first thing that we show them is more crazy. I know, but it'll get you a 10 to 20% conversion every, every day. So we're talking literally, you've, you've just gone, I want this product, add to basket, next page is buy more of this same product. 
Uh, yeah. Every, uh, every funnel that we push has that exact same. When we sell oil and they'll buy, ten, they will buy 10 ounces of oil. And then the next page says, Hey, do you want some more oil for 20% off? 20% say, yes, I do. Nice. They can't, they can't pass up the bargain. It's like, it's, it creates this like hard stop in your brain where you're like, ah, like if I don't do this, I'm losing money. Right. So I have to spend money in order to not lose money. It's amazing. My, uh, a coworker, Bob talked, talked about this where he went to, we have a, a store here in St. Louis Kohl's and he was at Kohl's and they went through, they bought a hundred dollars worth of like shoes and clothes or whatever, sliced their credit card. The lady's like, do you want your receipt emailed to you or printed? And he's like emailed and they're driving away. This is how good Kohl's is. They're driving away from uh, Kohl's and boop, an email comes on and it's from Kohl's and it says, turn around right now and use this coupon included in this email to save 30% off your entire purchase. <laughs> and they turned around, they turned around. They went back to Kohl's and spent more money with that coupon that they just landed in their email inbox. Like how amazing is that right there? This. And so the same thing that we're doing here, it's like, all right, OTO one, right? You're like, Hey, we want to give you a discount here, 20% off or 10% off on more of what you just purchased. And that gets them a 20%, a 20% purchase, a 20% uptake on that exact funnel. You already got the credit card. So all they have to do is click one button and boom, it's purchased. So then is that it or does something else happen in the funnel after that? So what we like to do is we, we, like I said, the funnel does four things. Okay. Uh, one, the biggest, the biggest couple things is the first thing is obviously it's getting you contacts, right? Like that is, that is the biggest thing is we're building our database. And what we like to do is we'll usually use like a squeeze page on the front, which means it's squeezing people as, as the, into emails or with click funnels. That's what we use the platform. It's amazing to where we use it, what's called a two-step order form. And what that two-step order form does is it only shows like the contact information first and then they have to click a button. The next page shows how much, how much quantity they want and then the, uh, the, the credit card input information. But what is so fan-freaking-tastic about that is you are not only now just getting the email. I'm getting phone number, email address, first and last name, and shipping address. Chloe, how many times have you gone and, and walked to your mailbox and it's empty this week? Uh, none. Is your, your mailbox is full? Oh, well, I, I'm signed up to an awful lot of retailers, so I get a lot oh. in my inbox. Well, okay, hold I'm on. a bad example. Maybe re- let's, let's take that back. As a guy, uh, I don't get any mail. So like, I, guess, I guess the spouse might be getting a ton of mail, but my mailbox is usually empty like two or three times a week. Like I get nothing. And so I see that as like direct marketing space that's not being used up. So I get extremely excited just to get the, the mailing address because I don't see that being utilized as well as it could be. But what's more cheaper is that phone number and the um, and the email address because then you can start doing like text campaigns. You can do a slide broadcast campaigns where you auto dial someone's phone number and leave them a voicemail, and so it looks like a missed call happened, and it's a voicemail from Chloe, right? Like, hey, this is Chloe. Just wanted to check up on how the e-commerce platform is doing for you. If you're still interested in using my coaching plat- uh, program, I'd love to talk with you. Sorry, I missed you. Uh, my callback number is blah 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 blah, and then you auto send that out to what two thousand people and make your phone ring off the hook. Nice. So you've got that squeeze, that's not squeeze page. You've got that funnel set up. So you're getting the contact details as they make that first purchase decision and the, and the money. You're then getting mm-hmm. that first purchase. Then you're getting that extra quantity on the original product at the discount. Is that it? Yep. No, absolutely <laughs> not. There's, I had a feeling so you were going to say that. 
Yeah. So, so basically, so why we're doing the upsells is because of the loss leader. Like we have to make up that cash, right? And since it's a physical product on our end, we have to not only make up the cash for the physical product, but we also have to make sure that the shipping is covered. The overhead is covered. The return rate is covered. The, uh, you know, whatever, whatever else is, is in there is covered. You're pretty much your cogs, right? Your cost of goods. And so what we look at is what is that cost? And then we, we try to make sure that the funnel generates that amount of revenue to at least make it a break even funnel, if not better. So our course is always break even or better, which means that we are getting not only free email contacts and phone numbers and addresses, but we're also building revenue that day. Because you mentioned earlier where like people are out buying like trying to do email campaigns and opt-ins and then hoping that in the next five, ten, two months, three months that they're making that money back. Our goal is to break even or better day one and then the following months is pure profit. So to answer your question, the next OTO is pushing them into continuity. And when I say pushing them into continuity, it's not forced continuity. It's not hidden continuity. It is in your face this is a, this is a subscription. Okay. Mm. So what we do is we usually like to invite them. Uh, a lot of people, you know, here's the thing is a lot of people on this call might not have a continuity platform yet. They might not even have like a membership area yet because they don't know what to build. And when we mentor people, I say the easiest thing to build like today is, um, the VIP groups, like a, like a group, a form that they can go into, such as a Facebook group that they can lead into. And that's part of the funnel. So the upsell is like, Hey, come and join our community where I interview one person a week. And we talk about e-commerce stuff where we talk about gun loving stuff, where we talk about whatever it is and it's 10 bucks a month or it's 15 bucks a month. So you're and now taking they get to go them, somewhere and be a part of something. You're taking them from a physical product to get them on your list at break even or better. Mm-hmm into a virtual product so an information product for the recurring revenue yeah 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 more of like a hangout more of like a hangout so like if you ever flown international and Mm -hmm. you fly first class or business class or if you're part of like some crazy like ultra gym club of delta airlines or whoever you get to go in these like you know presidential suites while you wait for your airplane but it's totally worth it right because like I love that stuff. It's like you get like you get like extra amenities and the amenities like aren't even that great to be real frank. But it's just being able to go through that front door. You feel like somebody special. Like you get brownies and cookies, which cost them nothing. And you get cocktails at, at you know, for free and uh, which might cost you 20 bucks or 30 bucks at the end of the day. But it costs them pennies. So what they're showing you for pennies or what they're delivering on pennies feels like an amount of wealth that you're getting for flying business class or first class. And you're, you're, get, you're able to lounge in the chair. You get free Wi-Fi. So there's all these little benefits, but it feels so great, right? So we do the same thing, which is ours is join this Facebook group. It's 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month where you get, you know, to listen into our free podcast and it's private. No one else gets to hear it. And, uh, and something like you could do, Chloe is like after this podcast, you'd be like, okay, guys, we're, we're wrapping up here. See you guys later. By the way, if you want to hear the next 30 minutes, the private conversations, the behind the scenes conversations I have with Trey, join my VIP group. It's 10 bucks a month. And then you would go off on the podcast, but then you and I talk for another 30 minutes about something even better, right? Something yeah. more uh, like just out of this world. And you're just like, holy smokes, like that content was cold. And that's why those people are paying that VIP price for that gold. Like they love, they love listening to you already, but imagine like 
if there's those behind the scenes moments where they could have, have access to, like people will pay for that. See, one of the things I, I really, really love about the funnel process in the world of e-commerce, you know, whether you're purely doing it to shift physical products, or you're taking it into that continuity program as well, is the simplicity of it. You know, we're not talking about mm-hmm. managing a site with a thousand SKUs on it. We're talking about one page no. that leads to another page that gets you the sale and gets the customer happy. And I think that simplicity is just such a such a beautiful thing. So given for me on the outside, who's never run a funnel shaped e-commerce oh business, um, is it simple on the back end? You know, is your team fairly streamlined and, and there's not many of you? Or is it is it quite complicated on the back end to make it that simple on the front end? Uh, I would say it's, it's extremely simple, uh, to be, I mean, what's, what's simple, right? Like we could, we could go to our, my parents, I'd be like, build me a funnel. They'd be like thinking (laughs) I'm building a a rocket ship, right? They're like, I don't know how to build a rocket ship tray. (laughs) And, but for me, yeah, of course the funnel is easy. I've been doing it for three years and that'd be like telling someone to go start a podcast. Like, Oh, that's scary. I don't even know how to upload the iTunes. And so I think we have to like balance that. Like how complicated is it? Is it, is it hard to learn when I, when I jumped on click funnels, uh, it took me three days to build my, okay. Mm-hmm. And now we can build a funnel in probably four hours. So it's just like learning and making sure all the responses are in place. As far as the, um, ease of orders go through it, it's like anything else. You have to optimize. You have to make sure that the headline's good. You have to make sure people understand like what the heck you're selling, uh, as crazy as that sounds, but, uh, yeah. you do, you have to make sure the buy buttons are, um, creating benefits and not pain points. A lot of people say, "Well, create their." They'll say on their button, they'll say, "Buy now." That's a pain. No one, no one entertains the idea of buying something. Like it's, it's a pain point. What they entertain is receiving something. That's what they want. They don't want to buy it. They don't want. They just want to receive it. And so we use that. We use that psychology through our buy buttons. So it'll say like, instead of saying "Buy now," it'll say like, "Yes, sh- uh, ship me my gun oil." You know. So you're so, so, so like, you you're able to become the master of that process by focusing in so rigidly on that one simple process. Absolutely, you can just optimize every absolutely. last bit of it to the nth degree. Oh, you yeah you, yeah we could almost call them like you know master optimizers or or OCD ap- um, uh, optimizer. There's <laughs> there's a lot of things you can optimize. It gets to a point where the percentage isn't high enough to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's big like big things that you can do that make leaps and bounds, such as a one percent difference. Like that will. That will crush uh, stuff. Like one percent increases is is huge, but when you get to like one uh, one tenth of a percent, that's not too incremental uh, for us. But it still makes money. So we got we got to keep going because uh, I know you're on a time limit. Yeah, no, so, no. This yes, is, this continuity pushment. It's good. Too. Okay, how, how, all right. You're like reeling this in. You're like, all right, we got this. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm on track. I'm on track. I think everyone's keeping up with us back home. I'm aware this is a little bit mind blowing <laughs> for some of them, but I think we're doing okay. So that's um, okay. Another question around around the funnels. Then, do you you literally like a one funnel business? Here, you know, you go to our URL, you get the entry to the funnel, and that's it. Or are you tweaking and testing multiple funnels at a time? Okay. So that is a fantastic freaking question. Um, I was actually going to do like a a Facebook live on this sometime and you kind of nailed it, which is, which is going, going too fast. Like, like when I I was watching as a kid, so funny, like when I was like 12, it was called PB and J. It's like these little two otters and they're always talking about racing each other. And, and the one who would always talk about, you know, the, the, um, nice and slow wins the race. 
a lot of people, it's like the hair, the, the hair and the turtles, right? Turtle, mm-hmm. turtle. And the same thing here is right. You know, nice and slow, nice and easy wins the race. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Right. It's gotta be fast. Gotta go crazy. Gotta speed up. And the big takeaway on that is like, I see January 1st, right? People go into the gym and they're like, ha, huh, ha, ju, ha. They're tossing like hundred pound weights around like they're an elliptical <laughs> guy. They're like running hundred miles an hour on the ellipticals or on the treadmills. They're like, you know, doing rope exercises. And they're like, hey, dude, I've never seen you in here before. Like, where do you even come from? And now you're going crazy. And then the same, the opposite happens. They disappear for a month because they are so sore and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. out of it. And they're like, holy crap, I went too hard. Like, but here I am slow and steady, right? Like I'm doing 30 pounds. I'm doing 40 pounds week after week. I'm doing 50 pounds week after week. And like, slow and steady wins the race. And I, you know, I'm going to outperform that guy because I went slow and steady. It's the same thing with funnels. A lot of people jump into funnels or they jump into e-commerce or they jump into Amazon or Shopify, whatever. And they build like massive storefronts. They, ma- mm-hmm. you talked about SKUs, yeah, like they yeah. do all these SKUs are like, oh, we're going to have these products and it's going to be insane. It's going to be amazing. People are going to buy millions of dollars from us. And it's just not true. Where, where I use the slow and steady pace is I build one funnel at a time mm-hmm. and I concentrate the heck out of that thing. Like I make it mine. I, I attach myself to it where I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the optimization. I'm looking at the split test daily. Uh, like there'll be like, I'll work on a funnel for a month to two months and I'll just tweak it for that long of period. And to where I fine tune that thing. So it's humming, right? It's a humming engine. And a good example would be is like a one cylinder engine. Like it's like pop, pop, Mm -hmm. Pops like, oh, that sounds kind of okay. Versus a two cylinder engine, it's like pop, 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 pop. Like, okay, something's going to a four cylinder, to a six cylinder, to or to a V six, to a V twelve. It's like, wow, now it's really humming, right? And so, that's kind of the scale of businesses. Your first cylinder is your first funnel. It's like pop. Okay, we're kind of doing something right now. Like, let's get this one tuned in. Let's make sure it's not too rich. Let's make sure it's going the right pace and it's not clunking out, not dying on us. It's making money. Okay. Hey, we have a successful funnel. This thing's making money. It's cashing in. We know how to run the Facebook ads. Now let's make another one, right? You've hit the finish line on the first. Now let's go slow and steady on the second. And you start to create this engine that at the end of 12 months is a vibrating V12, you know, engine race car. That's just like humming so well and so in tune that people are looking at you like, where did you get that sports car? Awesome. And I love the uh, uh, metaphor, the metaphor of the engine. Oh, I'm about to go all mm-hmm. geeky in English now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divert us from that. Um, <laughs> right, Trey, I think it's time we got into the top tips round because whilst I could continue talking, talking to you about this for many, many hours to come, I don't yet have another thing we could do that later in. So so we're going to keep it all in this episode and we're going to jump into the top tips round. All right. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Trey, first up, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? So... I would recommend uh, a book called, and you can't even get it. You have to get it all like eBay. This is something you can get at like Barnes and Noble. It's called the twelve, the twelve month millionaire by uh, James Vincent. It never went to publication, so there's only like I think a thousand copies around laying around. <clears throat> it's uh, and it's called the twelve month millionaire by James Vincent, and it's how he made a hundred million dollars in twelve months. And it is a, it's a scripture of basically step by step of how he did it. And it's one of the best 
easy 300 page books you'll read because it's a, it's basically a, a, an SOP, if you will, a tutorial, uh, uh, basically a step-by-step on how to make it happen. And he talks about renting lists such as magazine lists, but you would just look at that as email lists now for, Mm -hmm. for today. So that's, that's the biggest thing. But I have a question for you, Chloe, on that question is, is there, is there a reason that you say, um, to take Friday off? Oh, I, I just think Friday as as a particular day of the week, you mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I, personally, I like to not have meetings on Friday and clear it so I can get, get my thoughts in order. And I think if you read a book on Friday, then you've got the weekend to kind of think about it before you put it into action come Monday. That's cool. So that, I like that. That's kind that's of huge. why. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> does SOP stand for? I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, <laughs> or what does SOP, it mean? System, it's, it's like a, uh, I don't know that I can't even, I just know we call them SOPs. Uh, it's like a system operation manual. Basically it, to, oh, okay. it tells you like how, it, like if someone's like, Hey, go create uh, a funnel and they'd be like, well, where's the SOP? Like that's going to show them step-by-step of how to make a funnel. Oh, awesome. Cool. Uh, okay. The e-commerce. Oh, and by the way, everybody, I am I am recording this ahead of when you're hearing it. So if there was one on eBay UK, I have that copy. Uh, so <laughs> let me know if you want Zing. to borrow it. <laughs> okay, uh, the traffic top tip next then. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Oh, goodness. All right. All right. So I was like thinking about this, right? Like I'm like, okay, how could I – what would be a good answer? And everybody's going to be like, oh, well, it's obviously the headline or if it's obviously the traffic source. I was like, no, there's there's something more deep to this. Like there's something more – like you kind of say, like you talk about it. Like what does that, that doesn't get the press that it deserves. Mm-hmm. And hands down, like when I think about this, it gives me goosebumps. But hands down is the people. The people behind me, the people who are working day in and day out that show up to the front door of our office and put in the hard labor that it takes and the hustle and the grind to make all of this happen. Like I could never have accomplished what we've accomplished to this day without them. Like they are superior to me. And it is absolutely amazing to have everybody on board who understands the mission and understands where we're going. And so to answer your question, it's the people, it's the help, it's the, um, you know, the people who, who are fighting the fight. Oh, such a good answer. And no one has ever given that answer before. So that's a nice first. Uh, the tool- well, there you go. See, it's, it's the press it, de- it deserves. Definitely. Well, look, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plug in, a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Yes. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll give you that. But I got, I have, I, 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 bleh, I forgot to, uh, do this. I just thought about this. What, uh, would it be cool if, um, cause you're asking me like all these funnel things and you're like, I've never built a funnel. I'm sure there's people on this call that's never built a funnel. Mm-hmm. Would it be okay for me to give them, uh, one of our, our G 700 funnel? So that way they just click a link and they download it and they have it and they don't have to optimize or anything. They just insert their products. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll put it, they can go to, uh, Mr. On it. So M R O N I T.com forward slash e-commerce. And that'd be for your podcast. So anybody listening to your podcast will have access to that. Marvin, that's the funnel we were talking about earlier, wasn't it? With the flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that way oh, they, nice. they have that exact funnel, download it, and then they know it's totally optimized. They just got to insert their products and images and then boom, like they're off and running versus, because you were kind of talking about that earlier, like, well, it'd be kind of hard to first make one and not know where to start. And I think that'd be the easiest thing to give your your listeners today. Top, 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 tool, top tip. 
there. Too many T's. Uh, the startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Uh, let's see. So mine, mine would be the passion, right? Like if you're, if you're just starting and this is like something you're like, okay, you know what? I've read so many books. I've had the gurus. I've bought the courses. It's time to put the pen to the paper, the, the metal, the, you know, the pedal to the metal and get this thing going. It would be to make sure you have a passion, uh, for what you're going for. Like the money is great and you're going to make, you're going to make money. Okay. And that's, that's fantastic. But there's going to come a day where money's not enough. And I know a lot of people are like throwing bricks at me right now, but it's true. Like there's like 10 grand a month for someone is enough to have a very, very nice life. Uh, past that, it's like, okay, what is my mission? Like, what is my why? And I think a lot of that comes back to your passion of like what you love to do. I love marketing. Bryson loves guns. Like we are living our passions. Uh, and we're building a tribe around us of people who feel the same way. They're in the same sphere. And so that's what I'd say. I was like, just make sure it's something that you love. What you're doing is make sure that you enjoy it. Brilliant advice there. Well, Master Plan World, you can find those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode, including that highly generous funnel download by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll see a link to this show. Now, Trey, before we say goodbye, could you let the listeners know where they can find out more about you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yes. Uh, you know, the easiest thing to do is we have free content. We give out uh, little nuggets here and there. It's called Unstoppable Cores. They're free. Uh, you don't even have to opt in. So I would go, it's just at Trey Llewellyn. It's T R E Y. And then my last name, Llewellyn, L E W E L L E N dot com. And then it's the first thing on the top says Unstoppable Cores. Watch those videos and start there. You know, it's just, uh, it's just really good free content. It's, it's good nuggets and it's one takeaways. Nice. And a nice, clear, simple call to action there, guys. Head over to treylewellyn.com. Okay, I'll add links to that and everything else we've talked about in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find all of those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Trey, thank you so much for being on the show today and opening up our eyes to the crazy world uh, of funnels in e-commerce because I know I know there's there's brain spinning. Hopefully, no cars crashed, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of debate about this <laughs> in the Facebook group. So, um, so thank you so much. It's been really great catching up with you. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, thanks, Chloe. Whoa! So. Um, Despite being someone who's quite familiar with the idea of funnels, both in the e-commerce world and the non-e-commerce world, my head is spinning from that. Um, so I'm going to give you a quick kind of like little rundown of my top takeaways from this. And, uh, you know, do go and have a read of the show notes. We've put lots of the detail there. And of course, go and grab that funnel as well that Trey's made available for you. Um, so just to be really clear, the funnel process is where you advertise traffic to a landing page that talks about a single product. And when he talked about it being a squeeze page, that's kind of a page which, which where there's nowhere else you can go. You can only really land on that single page and you have to do what's on that page. So Trey was talking about on that page featuring the product. And the first thing the customer has to do is to enter their details. Once they've entered their details, they then enter their credit card details, hopefully buy multiple units of that one product. They then go through to... Rather than an order confirmation page, they go through through to a page that says add more products to your basket, which is his OTO, one time only offer. And that OTO for him, stage two, is about offering the same product again, but with a 20% discount. 
like the Coles offer with his his, uh, his mate turning around to go back and shop again for 30% off. Then after that, they go into uh, further pages before they get to the thank you page where they get the opportunity to buy a particular product, at which point he's making profit. So that was the was the process of that funnel. And then I think whether you're you're interested in giving funnels a go or not interested in giving funnels a go, I think a really key thing to take away from this one is well, actually two key things to take away. One was the point of view of focus in. You know, he was talking about the rabbit and the hare. No, the rabbit and the hare. The tortoise and the hare, and about really focusing down on getting that one process working. You know, is it about optimizing your welcome campaign at the moment? Is it about optimizing your Facebook ads and where they're landing at the moment? Which bit of your business is it that needs your focus and how can you get that working absolutely perfectly? Well, not quite absolutely perfectly because otherwise I wouldn't be saying keep optimizing, but really get the big wins out of that before you move on to the next bit. That really real single minded focus of getting that perfect. I think is a really important lesson for all of us. And then the other piece was that number he let slip about the 1.2 being the magic number. Now that meant that you should be, you need to, to measure for a particular unit that you're trying to use as your out there offer to get your sales. Measure how many units you're selling per customer. And if that number is below 1.2, so below 1.2 units per customer, then charge less because you want them to be getting more, buying more units. If that number is above 1.2, then charge more because 1.2 is the sweet spot for maximum product sales overall. Okay, I hope that's all made sense. If you've got further questions from this, then please do put them in the e-commerce master plan Facebook group, the Equals Master Plan World Facebook group even, which you can find by searching for us on Facebook or go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook and you will go straight there. Now, this podcast has gone live on a really exciting day for me. Today, I launched my first ever virtual summit. If you're not familiar with virtual summits, what it is, is it's a conference you can experience from the comfort of your own office, sofa, kitchen, wherever you want to watch, really, as long as you've got that internet connection. It's a series of videos available online just for those who've signed up. It's called the e-commerce master plan virtual summit original name, I know. Um, And in it, over 20 e-commerce experts have come together with me to share their top tips about how to grow your e-commerce business. We're going to be putting a new set of videos live each day this week. And because it's a virtual conference, you can pick and choose from those sessions. Watch those that are highly relevant to what you're trying to achieve right now, and then catch up on the others later on, next week, week after, maybe, maybe next year even. The whole thing is available completely for free because of our awesome sponsors. So um, please do give them all some love. You'll find details of them in the summit itself. And if you want access to all this great content as it goes live this week, then head straight over right now. Go there, do it to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit and get yourself signed up. Have a great week and use the summit to keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.